welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. I'm your host, Paula Adams, and today we're going to talk about something in the Bible that I don't hear that often mentioned in sermons or podcasts, but something that I find very interesting, and that is how the the, the words in the Bible that refer to a Christian's relationship with Jesus as being a bride. So it's like uh, there's a if you've read the Bible before, you may have noticed that the there's a lot of words about bride and bridegroom and then there's also other words that refer to adultery and faithfulness and there are examples of those things and so i think it's a really important concept that is worth you know thinking about um i was just listening to a podcast a few minutes ago and the preacher was talking about how many people think that it doesn't really matter what God you believe in as long as you believe in a God or a higher power or, you know, even just the universe or, you know, that it doesn't matter. You can be a Buddhist, you can be Hindu, you can be Muslim, you can be, you know, Jewish, Mormon, or you can just believe in nature you can believe you know whatever and that all people will you know get to go to heaven after they die or some people may not even believe in heaven but they still think that there's some value in believing in these various gods but the truth of the matter is there there's only one God and there's only one Savior and through him is how we get to that one God and that is that is the claim that Jesus makes about himself in the Bible the Bible teaches that Jesus said this I am the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through me and he says that if if you know the Father, that you also know him, and that he and the Father are one. That doesn't mean they're, I mean, they're still, there's still three persons. There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But they are one as far as they are equal in power and authority and everything else and the bible also tells us that god is the one who actually created i mean jesus is the one who actually created the world so it's important to note these things now what does that have to do with marriage and what i was talking about before well if you realize that when you profess that you believe in Jesus, which a lot of people do. A lot of people go to church. It's pretty common in America and not so common in some other countries these days. But in America, a lot of people go to church and they 
they will, you know, make a profession of faith. That means they they say, yes, I believe in Jesus and I'm a sinner and, you know, I want Jesus to forgive my sins and I believe that, right? Well, is that all there is to it? Well, I'm here to tell you today that that's only the first part. So I'm going to give you an example to compare that with. Just imagine that you were getting married. So would you, would you say that it doesn't matter which, which man or woman you marry? Um, that they're all the same and it's all going to lead to marriage of some kind and that's all that really matters. You know, as long as you're married, you're going to be happy, you're going to get the benefits of marriage and it's a good thing and, you know, you're going to live longer, you're going to be happier because those are statistically true things. You're going to actually be healthier and all that kind of stuff and actually have better sex life. They say that people who are married have a better sex life. But uh, would you say that it doesn't matter who you marry? You know, if I gave you a selection of 100 men and and put a blindfold on you and said, okay, just walk through and, or, you know, skip the blindfold. Say you just, you know, you spent five minutes talking to each guy and, and you're like, well, you know, this one seems nice and, you know, he looks pretty good and, you know... Uh, he, you know, I did a background check and he doesn't, he wasn't an axe murderer or anything like that. He has a job, you know, I think this one will be good. I'm getting, I'm going to marry him. No, of course you would not do that. And it's the same thing with God. It matters which one you choose because they're not all the same and all roads don't lead to heaven, just like every man is not going to make you a happily married person or, you know, wife or whatever. So just think about that. I mean, if the Bible refers to Christians as the bride of Christ, which it does, and that Jesus is the bridegroom and it says in Revelation, the last book of the Bible, that in the end times, the church, which is all of the believers, are going to be presented to Jesus like a bride, a beautifully dressed bride. Well, that what does that imply? That implies that we are waiting, we are engaged to Jesus. Or you could say that, you know, we're already married, but I would say it's more like a, a better analogy is that we are engaged and we're waiting for our, you know, we're waiting for the final ceremony up in heaven when we get to meet him. So think about marriages in the olden days where, especially Jewish marriages, where the couple finally gets to meet and, um, you know, they have a, they have a whole process that they go through and everything. And that's an interesting thing you can study is the Jewish marriages, because that, that is sort of, uh, 
pad the a pattern that you'll see in the Bible. But so you know, we're finally we're going to get to meet our bridegroom in heaven. So Jesus uses several examples of of the women who are waiting for their their bridegroom to come and they fell asleep and when he came it was too late and they got left behind. So when he's talking about that, he's talking about that we believers are to be ready and waiting for Jesus and and that means we're to be living a certain way while we're waiting. We are not to be going after other gods. And that is what the Bible's talking about when it talks about idolatry as well as adultery. Adultery is literally going after other gods while you claim to be a Christian. So that would be someone who claims to be a Christian but is also studying and following the beliefs of other religions and or you know maybe uh, thinks they're a Christian witch or a Christian who is relying on spells or something like that I mean there's everything under the sun out there or as far as the um, idolatry it it's the worship of other things instead of God so, and actually, you know, the Jewish people did that too in the Old Testament, well, and the New Testament. They would literally, you know, have idols that they would worship or think were going to, you know, give them some kind of power or good luck or whatever. And we do that kind of nowadays too, don't we? We have good luck charms, we have superstitions and stuff. And that takes away from our faithfulness and our our trust in in our our one God that we should actually be faithful to. So I just think that this concept is so important because if you realize that every time you sin through either worshiping false religions or through idolizing things in this world and putting them above God and and we all have been guilty of that it might be our own you know our own um, success or other people's approval of us or money or our looks or um, just so many things we can we can idolize pretty much anything we can make our children an idol. We can make our husband an idol. We can make our friends an idol. Anything that we think is more important than God and that when it comes down to having to make a choice, we don't choose honoring God. We choose doing that other thing. When we realize that that is like cheating on God, that is like being unfaithful to our husband that kind of makes it seem a little bit more serious, right? And I just think that this is something that people need to think about. So, um, 
I, I hope that that has been helpful. Uh, here comes a train, so I'm going to take a little break. Okay, well, the train is gone, but I think I just heard another train coming. But one more thing I want to talk about as far as um, marriage is it's like um, when the world, when Adam and Eve sinned, it's like we got divorced from God. And, you know, actually C.S. Lewis wrote a book called The Great Divorce, and I've never read it, but today when this thought about the whole marriage concept just like really came onto my head and into my mind, I was like, ah, the great divorce. I have to read that now. So, um, anyway, the great divorce by C.S. Lewis. He's a, he's a Christian author. If you're new to Christianity, you should definitely check him out. He also wrote the Chronicles of Narnia and lots of other books. But anyway, um, so when Adam and Eve sinned, it's like the relationship with Adam and Eve and God was cut. They were divorced. They were thrown out of the family and a lot of bad stuff happened to them, right? I mean, they ended up living almost a thousand years, but they still died eventually. And that's what God told them would happen if they if they sinned is that they would die. And that's what they did. They died physically and they also died, you know, spiritually because they were no longer connected to God. Well, the Bible doesn't really give us a whole lot of details on the spiritual part of the early people. It, it gives some, but that's not the topic of this podcast. So if you think of it as a divorce, what happened when Jesus died on the cross is he he annulled the divorce. Like he he made it so that Adam and Eve's sin was forgiven so that now we who are were born after Adam and Eve, all people, that includes all people can be forgiven because of what Jesus did. So what he did was he fixed that relationship. But the only way it's fixed is if you believe it and if you reconnect with God through faith. And when you do, when when you're when you are regenerated, when you believe in Jesus and you have faith in him and you seek him it's like you are remarried to him again but for us of course it's the first time because we you know we're not Adam and Eve so we're we're getting married to God we're getting married to Jesus so think about the marriage example again when you first got married Unless you dated for a really long time, which some people do, many people don't. They might date, you know, like a year or whatever. You you think you know that person well enough that you like them and you want to marry them. And you probably know, you know, some of their favorite things and their some of their past and 
some of their future dreams and things like that. They're kind of things that they are hoping to accomplish in the in life. So you you know them kinda. But after you marry them, then you really get to know them better. Why is that? Because you live with them and you spend a lot of time together and you talk and you uh do things together and you you live life as a couple. And that is the same way that we get to know God. If we don't do those things, then we don't get to know him better. And we are not going to grow in our faith and our relationship with him. And that is another thing that is different, that makes Christianity different than every other religion, is that, number one, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. You are entering into a relationship with God that is personal. How is it personal? Because he literally communicates with you through the Holy Spirit. No other religion promises that kind of a connection to the actual God of the universe. And it can't give you that kind of connection. So when you are, when you believe in Jesus, the more you read the Bible, pray, and then trust God with your life, literally putting him first, his glory first, like I talked about in the last podcast, literally living for him. And if you think of the example that the Bible gives, and it says when you get married, that you leave your parents and you and your spouse come together and you are a new you know you become as one well it's the same thing with God I mean we we become part of the church we are you know we are we are going to become like God we're not going to become God so don't don't misunderstand me um and we're never, and when we live on earth, we are still going to have to deal with our flesh. But once we get in the kingdom with God, we won't have to deal with that anymore. So while we're down here, we have to do the best we can to yield our own uh, desires to God. and And always put him first like we would our own spouse that we love is it, that's the de- definition of love is seeking another person's good we we do what's best for them or we don't do things we want what's good for them because we love them and we we want to honor God with our lives because we love him why because we are now married to him So I hope that this little illustration has helped you think about your relationship with God. And, you know, if you've never thought of it like this before, it it might seem strange. Some people think of God as this angry, you know, faraway guy sitting on a throne, not as a personal loving husband, but if you read your Bible, especially the New Testament, 
I think you'll see that that God really um, he cares about his children, and that's another that's a different uh, way of looking at it. Yes, we are God's children, but we're the bride of Christ. So you could think of it as uh, we are marrying the prince, <laughs> and because King Jesus is Jesus is the the prince because he's the son of God, but he's also the king because he's really the the human version of God. The um, God the Father doesn't have a body, but God the Son got a body when he became Jesus Christ on the earth. So, I know theology can be a little complicated, but if you just remember to do all things with God's glory in mind and and learn to love him, the more the more you know about him and the more you trust him and the more you see him working in your life and changing you and and really doing things that you did not even imagine were possible the more that the more you trust him the more you'll trust him it it just snowballs like that so thanks for listening and if you found this helpful i pray that you'll give me a a review on apple podcast and follow me on spotify and i and, and share with your friends all right thanks again for listening and happy new year